Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 397 and session number 123 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and I do it every single Friday. We're going to do it again today, guys. This is going to be a lot of fun. I've got a bunch of things that I want to talk about, including the uh, the questions that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, I've got a short story about uh, a young entrepreneur, um, my daughter, uh, <laughs> my young young daughter, my nine year old, uh, and how she uh, set up a lemonade stand, and we talked business. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that because I think it's kind of funny, and uh, it's also pretty pretty cool how at a young age we start to. Uh, talk about this stuff and they're just kind of brought up in this environment. Um, So that I want to talk a little bit about shortcuts and uh, well, I'm just going to talk a little bit about shortcuts and why I'm not a big fan. And then we're going to talk about some pay-per-click. Actually, very quickly, I'm going to give you a quick little tip that I've been playing around with that's been working really well. Uh, We're going to talk about audience building. We're going to talk about low margins and list building and uh, how you can still do that when you have low margins. And then we're going to talk about FBM versus FBA and why sales might be slow. Uh, So we'll be talking about a bunch of things today. So first off, let me uh, remind you that the show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 397. All the transcripts will be there. Show notes, anything we discuss will be there. And uh, yeah, go on over, leave a comment and uh, let us know that uh, that you actually listened to this episode. All right. So All right, the first thing that I want to talk about really quickly before we jump into the questions is my daughter's lemonade stand. She came to me, she was kind of bugging me, to be honest with you, uh, for probably about a week and a half. And she's like, you know, she's seen a couple other kids in the neighborhood at some lemonade stands and uh, she really wanted to do it. And I know how fun it is as a kid to do the whole lemonade stand. When I was a kid, I didn't do the lemonade stand. I sold vegetables. My father, you know, had me peddle vegetables uh, and also make these little uh, these little wreaths and stuff for, for Christmas and, and all that stuff. But anyway, she wanted to do it. And I'm like, you know what? I really should let her do it. But before I could let her do it, her friend invited her down. Now, as you're coming in our neighborhood, they live on like the main drag. We live off like on on a side road or side street in a sense, and uh, we don't have as much traffic. So she was going to go there and I go, you know what? Definitely go there. You know, you're going to have more traffic. And we started talking all traffic. We literally started talking about traffic and and how that all works and more people are going to be seeing you. So when they do... Uh, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be able to, you know, see your stand, and that's where you want to be, and and all that stuff. So that was kind of funny. And then the second part of that was we finally had the lemonade stand here at the house, and uh, and it was cute. And she had, actually, I posted it on my Instagram page. If you guys have not followed me yet on Instagram, I, I am over there. I am over there now, and I'm uh, trying to post regularly some, you know, just some random stuff, but more motivational stuff, and even stuff that I'm doing, or uh, maybe the lemonade stand, whatever's happening in my life. I'm usually posting on over there now. So if you want to check that out, uh, just go over to Instagram at Scott Volker. You'll find me. And uh, But anyway, so she wanted to set up shop here and I'm like, all right, let's just let her do it. So she did and and she had like the full spread. Like she had some Cracker Jacks as like a little upsell. We're talking about upsells. And uh, she had her lemonade and then she also had some cookies. And so she had a nice stand, dressed it up, made the, the sign. Actually, my wife helped her make the sign and all that stuff. And uh, And it was cute. And I said to her, I go, you know, when you have traffic coming down, you're going to have to try to, you know, flag them down some way, you know, so they were, they're, they're yelling, Hey, lemonade, lemonade. And a lot of people did stop. But I said to her, I go, listen, here's the deal. You probably want to go up to the top of the, uh, the road and maybe make another banner and put it there pointing down here. So you're almost like directing the traffic. She didn't do that, but it was just funny that I'm sitting here talking about a lemonade stand marketing 
upsells, uh, cross sells and everything in between. And she gets it like she really, truly does. And um, I just want you guys to know that when you're doing this business, as you're learning through any business, anything that you're doing, if you have kids, they are paying attention. Even if at times you don't think they are, they are. Trust me, my 22-year-old uh, right now uh, has such a great business mind. She's she's like I am. She's driven. She's a hustler, and she's doing really good things. And she understands how things work. She knows about a landing page and an opt-in, and and uh, you know how to build a list. And like she knows all that stuff because she's been around it. And she's heard us talk about this over and over and over again. And my son, the same thing. 19. He's helping a uh, a guy that he knows who's a, a basketball trainer build out a YouTube channel and get subscribers, and then they're going to start building uh, you know a following there. And then just all of these things, but just understand these little things that start now, you know, you can actually teach through these little experiences and have a lot of fun doing it. So I just kind of wanted to throw that out there because I think it's important and it was a great story and it was just, it was just fun. It was, it was just, it was really fun to watch her um, and get all excited about it. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was pretty cool. All right. So yeah, definitely do that. Now, The other thing I want to talk about before we jump into the questions are, actually, there's two things. First, I want to give you the the no shortcuts thing, okay? And uh, and then we'll talk about pay-per-click really quickly because I have something there I want to share with you that I think will be really cool for you. No shortcuts, okay? And the reason why I'm saying this is because so many people are looking for shortcuts and it drives me actually kind of crazy. There's no silver bullet. There's no magic pill. It kills me that even on, you know, commercials, infomercials, they're still selling the, you just do this one thing and you're going to lose 20 pounds. Like it, it kills me to hear that because it's just not true. It's just not true. I see people in my neighborhood, they do more exercise than me as far as running. I'm not a runner. I don't like running, um, but they feel as though they're running. They're putting all this effort in and I'm seeing this and I'm not seeing the results. And the reason is, is because they're missing one thing. There's not a shortcut because you have to put in the work and you have to, the other part of this here that we're not really, they're, they're not really, you know, I guess clued in on is you got to diet. You got to actually have a clean diet. You have to keep your calories in check. Exercise, yes. You know, what's going in your mouth? Yes. And you have to track it, Right. So it's the same thing in business. If you're looking for the next hack or you're looking for the next shortcut, you're still going to have other things that are going to have to happen in order to make it work. All right. So don't kid yourself. Uh, Stop chasing that that dream or, you know, the the dream that there's a magic bullet because there's not. All right. There's no silver bullet. I had a lady, uh, I think it was in, uh, where was it? I think it was in our 1K Fast Track group. And she says, you know, I'm, I'm joining here. I'm really going to try to focus on this RA thing now, the retail arbitrage, because it just seems like I start this and then I do it for a little bit and then I don't get results. So then I go to this and then I try that. And, it does. and I just said to her, I go, listen, just focus on one thing and put your energy into that one thing and give it a really, a really good chance of working And don't think about the next thing is going to be easier or there's going to be a shortcut. I get people that say, Scott, should I wholesale? Should I do retail ARB? Should I private label? You know, the, the answer is pick one of them. Like just pick one and do it and get really good at it. Like to me, they all work. Margins are a little less on some of those, like maybe like drop shipping or you know, it, it kills me. I mean, I, I see people that are just, they're just bouncing from one thing to the other. And it's like, you have to focus. If you can just understand 
that there are no shortcuts to this. You know, are there are there easier ways because you can follow someone someone else's path? You know, like I'm showing you what we're doing. Like, you know, I'm I'm interviewing people that have already done it. Can you learn from those? Absolutely. But it's not a shortcut. It's actually work. And, you know, most people that I interview, just about all of them, you know, say it, it's work, you know, but it's, it's, they're willing to do the work for the reward on the other end. All right. So just remember, no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts. There's no silver bullets. There's no magic pill. All right. There, there is not one. And don't be fooled by the ones out there that are saying that, you know, I did this one thing and, and I grew this thing into a hundred thousand dollar business overnight. It's, it's not true. It just, it's just not true. All right. So got that off my chest. All right. That's my thoughts for this week too, by the way. All right. No shortcuts. All right. So, uh, all right, let's, let's move on. We're going to, we're going to discuss this pay-per-click thing really quickly. I wanted to give you a little nugget here right in the beginning. The nugget is this. If you are running pay-per-click and you are running it through the entire night, try turning it off and turning it back on. I would, what I'm doing is 11 o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock at night, okay? And it's funny because there's another guy that I'm working with, uh, and I've, actually, I helped him, I'm going to get him back on the show, but I helped him in his first product, and we're approaching two years, and we're approaching a million dollars in revenue from one product, by the way, and he's launching another product, pretty competitive space, and we're using pay-per-click, and at first, he was just letting it run, and he was out of budget, you know, before the morning even hit. So what we did is we said, listen, let's go ahead and turn it on at 11 a.m. and turn it off. And actually, Dom Sugar was the one that actually brought that to my attention. So I'm going to give him the credit. Um, and we did it in our new brand, and it's exactly what we're doing, and it's working really good. Because the thing is, is sometimes the buyer at nighttime isn't the one that's going to buy, but they're going to click. So it's something to test. You may be the opposite. You may need to turn it on at night and turn it off during the day. So I would play around with that. Now, if you're using Ignite, Currently, that is not a feature to turn it on and off, so you'll have to still manually go in and turn them on and off, but I am putting the word in with the guys over at Ignite, and uh, Jeff, if you're listening, um, I will be messaging you, but yeah, I think that's a feature that we should be able to turn on and off. I think that would be a a really cool feature um, because this way here, our budget is going to be allocated, especially if we're trying to go aggressive with our pay-per-click and we want to be able to concentrate that, that money and that spend on those certain keywords and get the most out of our out of our uh, spend. All right, so a little tip for you. We've been, you know, try it, test it, you know, and see what happens. So a little pay-per-click nugget there for you. All right, so with that all being said, if you guys want to ask me a question to have me answer it here on an upcoming Ask Scott session, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and I'll do my best to air it here on an upcoming show. And hey, if you just want to, if you just want to go there and just maybe say, something about the show and what it's done for you, do that as well. I'd love to hear from you. Maybe I'll air that on the show. So theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. All right, guys, I've rambled on long enough. Let's go ahead and listen to today's first question and I'll give you my answer. Hey, Scott, this is Michael in Atlanta, longtime listener. Got a couple of base hits up on Amazon thanks to you and uh, appreciate all that you do for us out here in newbie retail land. My question is regarding the list building process and the discounts uh, that you're giving. Um, I have about a 21% margin on my product. So uh, like I said, it's a base hit. It's not a home run or anything, but I'd like to figure out how to alter my strategy uh, in keeping with your list building process, um, which there's a lot of references to 
you know, 50% off and that kind of thing. So how would you adjust the process or messaging around, um, you know, discounts and product availability and incentives or whatnot for uh, those of us with thin margins? Um, love to hear your answer. And uh, again, thanks for all that you're doing and the generous material you're putting out. Hey, Michael, thank you so much for the question. And I have to say, your audio is clean, really clean. So whatever mic you're using, uh, it's working really well. So, hey, thanks for the question. Thanks for being a listener. And congratulations on those base hits. Love the base hits. I've always said that. Even when I was coaching my son's baseball team, you always had one kid that was a slugger, right? And maybe one out of 20 at bats, they'd hit a home run. But the other 19 times, they were going to either strike out because they're swinging for the fence or uh, they're just going to they're just gonna get out. You know, they're just going to ground out or pop up. A lot of times popping up because whenever you have a home run hitter, they're usually trying to jack it out of the park, right? But I love the guys that would be the base hitters, right? Or, you know, just a little slap hitter, you know, because they're, they're predictable in a sense where when they get up, you know, they're going to have a little base hit and that base hit moves over a runner and... And, uh, and then from there, puts them in scoring position and all that stuff. And I believe that the home runs will come, but the base hits got to come first. All right. Actually, that's a pretty good saying. I should probably write that one down and post that on my Instagram, right? The base hits are the things that can lead to the home runs. The home runs will come. They will. Trust me. All right. In our new brand right now, we've launched six products. Out of those six products, there's one of them that could be possibly a home run. And the other ones are clearly singles. Maybe even I, I think I, I think we have a, a double in there as well. Okay. And you know, but everything, it doesn't mean that those base hits are, aren't going to be worth it. Okay. So, okay. You're asking about like, how do we, how do we still do list building to launch our products when we have a low margin? Well, number one, I would try to fix the margin problem if I could. That would be number one. Like, I would look at all of the things, and actually, I'm running into that right now with a couple of new products. We're doing a low quantity order, all right, and it's costing us more than I want it to, okay? So I want to be able to shave off maybe a dollar or two because we're doing air shipping, and we want to start going by sea, okay? So we might save a dollar or two by doing that. So if you have a way to increase the margin, then I would play around with that. The other thing is, is if you're not testing pricing, I would test pricing. It's shocking, that sometimes you just think that everyone else is low, so you have to be low, test pricing. And one way of testing that pricing that I've been doing right now for the past probably six weeks, and it's been awesome, is I've been using Splitly. They have their uh, price uh, their price adjuster, and basically what it'll do is you just set your threshold. I want to I wanna go from $14.99 to $21.99, and then it will just adjust the price randomly, and then over time, it's going to start to find the sweet spot. Um, so that is Splitly, uh, theamazingseller.com forward slash Splitly, and I believe they have uh, some type of, uh, whether it's a free trial or a discount over there. So go check that out through my link. Yes, I will get a cup of coffee, and yes, I will appreciate that. But uh, again, it's a great tool. I'm using it. I also uh, track all my keywords in there now. Um, it's, it's a cool little uh, tool, and you can do split tests. Um, but it's one thing at a time. I'm doing the pricing right now. Um, but it's pretty much automated once you set that up. So I would play around with that too. You could probably increase your margins with just a few of those things. All right? So let's say that you can't increase your margins or, or make your margins better, um, and you still want to list build. You still should be list building because here's the deal. If you list build, okay, and you build a list, you could technically push those people over to your own e-commerce and not even pay Amazon FBA fees, 
okay? Or, I'm sorry, let's say that you wanna still have Amazon fulfilling, but you don't wanna pay the actual listing fee or the transaction fee. You know, you might save two or three dollars on that. It's basically, uh, you know, you're not gonna, you're gonna pay the pick and pack, but you're not gonna pay the uh, the fifteen percent. Okay, so you would save that, and that would go in your pocket. Okay, so that's another option when you have a list. But in the in the beginning, what people are always trying to do is they're trying to figure out how do I do this when I have a low margin? How do I do this? And I'm not making money if I give it away for fifty percent. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. In the beginning, we're just setting the groundwork. We're setting the foundation, okay? So in the beginning, don't worry that you're not making your margin or you're not making profit. You know, if I break even, I'm happy because if you rewind in time, uh, and we're kind of going back in the old days, about not even a year ago, where we would do a 100% discount. We would give our product away for free and we'd still pay the pick and pack and we'd pay the Amazon fees. So we'd spend $1,000 to do a giveaway. Now we're saying we're, we're willing to break even. And this is just part of the process. Um, I mentioned the guy that I'm working with, and he's got a pretty competitive product right now. We're being very aggressive with pay-per-click, but we're also being aggressive with a price point, okay? And that price point is lower than he's going to charge, probably about 8 to $9 lower, but we're trying to get velocity. And if we get velocity, then we can start to slowly increase that price once we get to page one. He definitely has a better product. We built a better product. It's definitely better than the competition. So... I think you might be looking at the short term as far as like, well, I have 500 of these units. What if I, if, what if I used all 500? What if you used all 500, but you broke even, but you built a list and you sold 500 units? That means that you have history with Amazon. That means you're in the algorithm. That means you're probably ranking for keywords. All right. So hopefully this makes sense to you and anyone else that's thinking this. A lot of people can't wrap their head around in the beginning you're probably not going to make a profit, and it's okay. It's like any brick and mortar. They start businesses, and they don't plan on making a profit for three years, okay? And, you know, for us, we're like, we want to make it day one. It's just not the way it works. But list building should still be part of the equation here because then you can direct that traffic off-site or back to your listing and then boost your sales. And even though your margin isn't there, I wouldn't worry about it. I would still do the the third. I would play around with it. Do 25%. See what the uptake is, Okay. And one little tip here, and if you guys are like thinking to yourself, like, what is this list building thing? I'm new. I don't know what this is. We did a workshop on that, and uh, you guys can go check that out totally free, uh, theamazingseller.com forward slash build list, and that'll get you caught up to speed really quickly, and uh, it'll show you exactly what we're doing here and, and why we're doing it, and uh, and from there, you also have to understand about how to message those people, and again, we talk about that. But uh, we've been doing it where we don't just send out one email. We'll send out one email, let them know about a discount, and then we'll follow up with a piece of content maybe two days later and then mention that again in the PS. And then the, the final day that the uh, the discount is going to expire, we remind them of that, and then we have a spike in sales. So it's basically like three emails. Um, so anyway, just a little side note there for you with the list building stuff. All right, so hopefully this helped you. Keep me posted. And uh, I think you're doing great, man. Uh, base hits are awesome. Keep those base hits going. I'll take base hits all day long. All right, let's go ahead and listen to the next question and I'll give you my answer. Hey, Scott, this is David. Hope you're doing well. Appreciate your podcast. Appreciate all the content you and your partner provide. A couple of things. I just started with Amazon. Due to the extremely high cost of shipping from myself uh, to Amazon, I decided to go FBM instead of FBA. 
And I cannot, for the life of me, get any traction at all to get any sales. I tried a like page, some promotions on Facebook. People are extremely cheap and do not want to buy 10 to $15 products for $3. Not sure what I can do. I tried the PPC, but that does not work. I tried Ignite. None of those things work because... I'm not buy box eligible, and I can't do that until I get some sales and some reviews. I'm kind of at a loss. If you could please help me, I'd appreciate it. Thanks. Have a great day, and appreciate all your help. Hey, David, thank you so much for the question, and another nice audio quality. I don't know what you guys are using this round, but you guys are doing a good job. All right. This is kind of similar to the last question that I just answered in a sense, Because what you're saying is, well, I want to send my inventory in because I know FBA, I'll be able to use pay-per-click, I'll probably get better ranking, I'll I'll get get a little more love if I do FBA. Problem is, it's going to cost me too much money to send those in. But here's the deal. You've got two options here. Number one, you can send in some units and then drive some pay-per-click to it, make some sales, and start to get the ball rolling. Okay, that would be step number one or you know, choice number one, okay, you could do that, and that's probably what I would recommend, at least to get the ball rolling, all right, the second thing is list building, if you build a list, and you want to send traffic to your listing, and to your product, then you take the list, and you do that, and now you're going to start to get the same kind of thing, you're going to get sales velocity, so it's all about sales velocity, how do we get sales, how do we get sales, all right, we have to we have to let people know that we're there. If you can't let them know that you're there, you're not just going to all of a sudden start selling. Very rarely does that happen. It has happened, but it, it's very rare. Okay, so if you are FBMing them, which basically means fulfilled by merchant for anyone that's brand spanking new, and FBA is fulfilled by Amazon, uh, then I would recommend sending some in and then driving some pay per click to it and getting some sales. All right. And then the other thing I'd still be doing is I would be doing the same exact thing as I was just saying before. I'd build a list. All right, I might even take, if that item is big and expensive and all that stuff, then I would do a contest to give one of those away. I'd build up that email list and in the second place, or second place, the runner-ups, which is basically everybody else, is gonna get a discount on that product. And then you're gonna, you don't even have to send those ones in. You can fulfill them by yourself if you want to. The only thing is, is uh, you, you know, if you're you're doing that, you're not gonna get, well, you will get love from Amazon, from FBM if you sell them, but not as much if it's FBA. FBA is definitely gonna take the cake. I mean, that's what they want to do they they feel as though they control the process better and I believe you get better rankings if you do FBA just my personal opinion it depends how competitive the space is and all that stuff but that would be my recommendation to you David is to to do exactly that all right and then from there you'll be able to start getting some getting some traffic the other thing is the third thing that you could do is reach out to some influencers some YouTubers some Instagram people and uh, and ask them to uh, if you can send the product to them and if they'll do an honest review of the product I don't mean an honest review and leave a review I'm saying an honest like hey this is my YouTube channel I've got a hundred thousand subscribers and I will take your product and I will say what I like about it what I don't like about it and then people can go see it from themselves like that's what it would be it's not a review we're just saying that we're giving it to an influencer to actually take it and use it and see if they like it it was funny just before I got on here I was looking at lens
lenses and stuff for my iPhone because I wanted to start. I want to start shooting some videos for you guys. And um, I've got a digital SLR too, but it's an older one, and I don't really feel like at this point getting a new one, learning it, and all that stuff. So all I wanted to do is find one that I had like a shallow depth of field, which basically just means that I'm in focus, and then the background would be slightly soft and out of focus. It's what we call depth of field in the photography space. And they have a lens for it. Well, I found a lens from a guy that did a, a review of it that someone sent him. And he said that. He goes, hey, this is so-and-so. And he's got a video blog, a video vlog, if you will, uh, on, on, uh, on YouTube. And so he, and I think this video had maybe five or 6,000 views. His channel had about 100,000, so maybe less than that, maybe 75,000. And he's like, you know, here's this lens. It's really cool. I like it. This is why I like it. And um, I'm so glad they have this now. I don't have to, you know, drag my, my digital SLR. If, I, if I'm out and about and I wanted to take a shot with some shallow depth of field, I can. And oh, by the way, I was sent this um, complimentary. So this way I can give it my honest review and that's what I'm doing. And here you go. And, and I clicked on the link and went over to Amazon and I checked it out. Um, I didn't buy it yet, but I may, um, but that's how it works. It's, it's a hundred percent how it works. So, you know, you might want to do that. You might want to reach out to some, some YouTubers and, um, and see if someone will review it for you. And then from there, start getting traffic over to your listing for FBM and then we'll get sales velocity. That's it. That's what I would do. All right. So hopefully that works for you. Let me know. Keep me posted. And, uh, let's go ahead and listen to one more question before we wrap up today. And, uh, I'll give you my answer and we'll get on out of here. What do you say? Let's do it. Hey, Scott. It's Mike from the Dominican Republic. First of all, I want to thank you for all the information and guidance that you provide. I don't want to take too much of your time, so I will jump right into my question. I've been doing FBA for a couple of years with some success, and I get approached by friends, family, and a bunch of, bunch of other people about what I do and how I do it. So I've been thinking about starting a podcast and a blog to talk about this stuff and with, with the intention to provide some value to the Spanish-speaking people. Unfortunately, I cannot point them in your direction because of the, of the language barrier. So I've noticed that you have been doing things right since the beginning with your podcast. Uh, you kept pointing people to iTunes to leave you reviews in order to become noteworthy in iTunes. Um, you've been also using landing pages for every one of your episodes. And then later you added transcripts, apparently for SEO purposes. You have capture pages all around, pointing to relevant content to grow your list and many other cool things. Seems obvious to me uh, that you have had some guidance with all of this. So my question is, is there any course or program that you might be able to recommend that will help a movie in podcasting to start on the right track? I've been following JLD on on Fire, and he has a Podcaster's Paradise program. I wonder if that's what you had when you were starting or was it something else? All right. Thank you so much, and Keep it up. Hey, Mike. What's up? Thank you so much for the question. All the way from the Dominican Republic, I, I always get jazzed up when I hear people calling in from all over the world and just all over the United States as well. It's just really, really awesome, and I just want to thank you for that. Now, this is a little bit of a different question, and, you know, at first I'm like, you know, well, it's not really related to, like, Amazon or e-commerce, but it is related to business, and I actually love this question. And if we were at a coffee shop, I would answer you. So that's why I'm going to answer it here. And uh, hopefully you guys listening will, uh, you know, you'll, you'll understand where I'm coming from now. Okay. Mike, number one, you want to possibly share with everyone, um, you know, that's, that speaks Spanish. You want to be able to share with them kind of what I'm sharing in a sense. And I think that's awesome. So you could totally do that. 
okay? And the way you would do it is exactly what I've done, right? You can just, you can start a podcast if you want to, or you can, you know, do a blog, you can do a YouTube channel, whatever you want to do. Heck, you can even take mine and then you could kind of go back and tell people that you listen to this and then now you're kind of like translating it for them and then, you know, you're kind of like their trusted advisor and, and all that stuff, right? That's, you could do that, okay? Now, the other thing that you kind of wanted to know was like, or that you kind of asked is like, well, where do I learn how to do all this stuff? You know, Scott, where did you learn all this stuff? And you you guys heard me probably talk about this if you're longtime listeners Like, I've been doing this now for over, gosh, probably 15 years, if you count my photography business a little bit longer. And even back then, I was building an email list, but I was building an email list by basically taking their email address and putting it into my Yahoo mail. And I would create a group uh, contact list, and then I would blast them. I I uh, I would basically blind copy all of those, okay? So I'd BCC them, not CC them, I'd blind copy them or BC, whatever it is, blind copy. So that way there, everyone else didn't see everyone's email. But there was like 500 emails that I was sending out. And it was funny, um, I couldn't send 500 all at once. I had to do them in hundreds because, uh, you know, they had like a limit. You can only send 100 within an hour or something like that. So it was, it was a little annoying. And I didn't really know about autoresponders that much at the time. And then I started to hear a little bit about them. And then I got familiar with AWeber. And then I would just go out there and kind of learn what I needed to know at that time. But doing it really taught me all this stuff. And that's why I say this all the time. When you're learning right now, this will be able to be taken with you in any business that you end up going in or anyone that you want to help or maybe you're a consultant now and you know maybe you're uh, someone's advisor like there's so many things that you could do there's so many things I could do right now from the knowledge that I learned through the years all right so there's a whole bunch that you can do there so uh, if I was to say that I who I learned from I would say in the past five to seven years the one that I that I've been following and really not even so much learning the tech side because the tech side for me, honestly, and it's funny because I was never a computer guy, but I was always the type that would just watch the tutorials from that service and then I would just figure it out and then I would just, you know, learn it. And then when someone would talk strategy, then I would just, I would just take that and just apply it. I mean, even to this day, like people will talk about a strategy and I don't have to worry about like, okay, how do I build a landing page? How do I connect this? What's an upsell? Thank you pages. Where do I, you know, like I know that I can use click funnels. I can use lead pages. I can use AWeber. I can use ConvertKit. Like I know the tools that I need, but I just need to build it or I have to have it built. All right. Um, so the one, the most recent one is Pat Flynn. Uh, a little shout out to Pat Flynn. He's been on the show and it's funny, uh, you know, as I learned from him, uh, I never thought that I'd have him, I'd have a podcast and I'd have him on the podcast. It just kind of happened, right? Um, a lot of people, Rick Mulready, I followed him about Facebook ads, okay? Which, by the way, if you missed that training, um, you're probably going to want to check out that training, and uh, that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash FB training, okay, for Facebook training. Um, and that training right there, I'm telling you, will help you. And again, that's who I learned from, all right? I learned from Rick Mulready about Facebook ads, all right? Um, but really, Pat Flynn kind of showed me the direction that I wanted to go, especially starting this. It's all about the audience, and then it's all about having different different points of contact. Same thing with the podcast. Like, I'm able to come on here and talk about a variety of different things, and I'm, I'm now I'm being able to actually talk a little bit more freely about even mindset stuff and business stuff in general, not just Amazon stuff. You know, when I first started this, I knew that I was going into this thing 
and kind of going to be looked at as the Amazon guy, right? And that's not really necessarily who I want to be, but that's kind of who I've become. And I'm okay with that, but I have a lot more to offer because I have been through a lot of that, those things. But my advice to you is to number one, do before you teach. Like for me, I've always done like, okay, we started our photography business from scratch, nothing. We read books. We didn't have digital. It was, it was film. We went into the photography shop and we read books. I read books. And then I would relay that back to my wife. We'd set up lighting. We would figure it out. And then once we got that, once we got it, we got a business and we were, we were doing six figures a year. Then I started saying, you know what, maybe I should teach this to other people because there's probably people out there like me that don't think they can do it because they would need classes. And then I was able to break it down with them and I taught it and I built that into a six-figure business, okay? And, uh, and, and so that's kind of how I've always done it. So to me, you need to do and then you can teach. And for me, I like to stay in the trenches. You know, could I just say, you know what, I'm just going to teach now and just going to help people and then I'll just report back on what I help people with. Yes, I could do that. But I love building businesses still, so I'm still actively doing it. I mean, this new brand that we have going, I'm so excited about that. Every time we roll a new product out or we have a new thing that we're testing, I just get excited about it. And that's what you should do as well. So don't overthink a lot of what you want to do here. Just start doing it. And if you want to help people, start helping that community of people because there is going to be people that are going to want to follow you, especially if you're just, you're honest, you're transparent, and then things will happen. So I guess the big takeaway here is you can learn as you go, but definitely you want to be doing it, all right, and then understand that you're not going to know it all right now, and the one thing that I did learn from Pat Flynn was uh, something that he, I think, learned from someone else was just-in-time learning. Learn what you need to learn now. Don't worry about what's, you know, 50 feet down the line. You don't have to worry about that right now, right? It's kind of like if I'm building a house, I got to know how to put a foundation in before I can put the shingles on the roof, right? You guys always know, I always go back to, you know, being a contractor because that's what I did for 10 years. Uh, So, you know, I understand that a lot and even the tool stuff. I mean, again, I know the tools. I have all the tools in my toolbox. Uh, You know, if I want to build something, I can go build it. And I'm talking even, you know, stuff like we're talking online business stuff. If I need to go build a landing page, I can do that right now. I know how to do it, you know? Um, So, Learn, you know, learn by doing and then just as you see fit, start giving away, you know, free content for people to consume. And this can this can work in your own physical products business. We're doing that right now in our new brand. We're giving away tons of free content, tons. And we're helping people and people are loving it. We're building a community and people are loving it. And from there, selling becomes easy. All right. So hopefully you guys uh, learned a little something from today's Ask Scott session. There was a lot of stuff in there, by the way, and I should probably mention if you want to download the show notes, the transcript, because there is a lot of meat in this one, um, you might want to head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 397. And yes, if you go over there, you will be able to download all that stuff. And guess what? There will be a place there to enter your email address. So this way here, if you want to download those, you can, and then I can follow back up with you and let you know when I have a new episode published. See, that's exactly what you're talking about. And you guys are talking about as far as like how I'm able to create these little pieces of value and then spread them out. And that's exactly what I do on every episode. So uh, you guys get true value. I'm giving away for free, but then I get to communicate with you guys. And eventually, maybe you might want to uh, maybe join one of our classes or maybe one of our communities. And uh, that would be awesome. And if you don't, 
that's cool too. I'm gonna keep coming back and delivering this content for you as much as I possibly can. And uh, and I just wanna get those stories that say, Scott, I, I took action and I did it, and uh, guess what? I'm hitting some base hits. All right, so uh, that's it, guys. That is gonna wrap it up. If you guys have a question you want me to answer it, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask. Leave, a, leave your first name, a brief question, maybe where you're tuning in from, and uh, yeah, leave it there and I'll do my best to answer it. Guys, I gotta run. I know you guys gotta run. Have an awesome, amazing weekend. And remember, as always, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I'm rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, weekend, wherever we are in this week. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.